Living Holistically Well with Dr. Annette West. Again, we will have a myriad of topics, interviews, and engaging words of thought to share with you this season. The purpose of this show is to help us build up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And I just want to give a shout out to Creative Common for allowing the show the use of their jazz instrumental, Smooth Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Greetings. I want to share from the topic today. Let all things be done decently and in order. This topic comes to us from one of our listeners on the podcast, and they wanted to get just a little clarification on it because I don't know if you're like me, you probably use that word a lot or you've written that phrase a lot in different things that you teach and that you use. So I want to take us to the Bible and I want to let us know that that in the Bible, we will find the truth that we need to walk in accordance with the Lord's will. In the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians is where I want to go. And starting at about the 26th verse to the end of that passage, It's actually talking about having a correct order in worship. And it starts out by saying in verse 26, what then shall we say, brothers and sisters, when you come together, each of you has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue or an interpretation. He said, everything must be done so that the church may be built up. Listen to that. Everything must be done so that the church must be built up. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. That means I'm not trying to build myself up. We are not trying to build ourselves up. We are trying to build up the body. We are trying to build up the church and how we come together. He goes on to say, if anyone speaks in a tongue, two or at the most three, should speak one at a time and someone must interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and to God. Now, this is very important because I've experienced people who will say, well, God told me to say it and and I don't care and I'm going to say it anyhow. But if we are supposed to do all things to build up the church 
And if what you are trying to do might be a good thing to do, but it might not be in the right order or in the right place for it to go forward. In verse 29, he says, two or three prophets should speak and the others should weigh carefully. So the prophets shouldn't speak unless there are some others who can weigh carefully what is being said. And too often we see that the people who are gifted, the prophets, they just have a word that they just say the Lord told them they have to share, but they don't have any restraint. And God allows us, he gives us restraint. And if we need restraint, we can ask him because he says anything that we are in need of, he has. And then in verse 30, it says, and if a revelation comes to someone who is sitting down, the first speaker should stop. So they should take turns in the prophecy so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. Then in 32, it says the spirits of prophets are subject to the control of prophets. So nobody can be a lone ranger just out there shooting off their mouth, just saying what they want to say. Because I have found that many times the Lord will give me something about a situation or people, but he's saying, hold on to it for right now. I just need you to pray for it right now. I'm not trying to release it yet. I want you to go to the altar and pray over it. So the spirits of prophets are subject to the control of prophets. And it says in 33, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. So if the prophet is bringing confusion, then we know it's not of God because the word says, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. So this is wherever the Lord's people congregate, wherever they congregate. Is your meeting up under a tree today? Things still need to come correctly. Are you meeting out on your patio today? Are you meeting in your living room today? Where are you meeting? The where doesn't matter, but the how things are going forward is what is what the Lord is talking about here is what Paul was sharing here. <clears throat> I'm not addressing the issue because that's a subject in itself. So I'm going to move over from verses 34 to 30, 34 and 35. And I'm going to go to 36 because you have to really do a deep study and get a, a historical context aligned to be able to teach that scripture. You can't just go off with verses 34 and 35 and just say women can't do anything in the church because that's not what it said. But I want to move to verse 36. And it says, or did the word of God originate with you or, or are you the only people it has reached? If anyone thinks they are a prophet or otherwise gifted by the spirit, let them acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, they will themselves be ignored. So we all have to align with truth, but we also have to make sure that we understand the truth that we are trying to align with. 
There is much in the Bible that just on the surface, if you take those words and try to apply them to your life, it might mess you up and mess some other people up. That's why the Lord didn't say, read my word. He says, study my word, because study takes you to a, um, a level and a depth that you can't just get reading his word. Studying requires you to go to the throne and ask the Lord to open your mind and give you clear insight and revelation of what his word is speaking. Um, study requires you to get commentaries um, and concordances and align scriptures and make sure that when you use scriptures, they are, they, they are correctly aligned and not just grabbing a scripture and taking it and running with it. Hope that's helping somebody. So in the Lord, in the Lord's house, we should not have chaos. And where is the Lord's house? The Lord's house is wherever two or more are gathered. They come together to align with his truth. And as Christians, we should follow biblical teaching and we should do everything. Everything we do should be decent and orderly. Everything we should do as unto the Lord and building up the body. And so even though in the body of believers, everyone has a gift or gifts, everyone has to be obedient in how the gifts are exercised because it can't turn into a madhouse. It can't embarrass the Lord. So we really should think about God who gives order to the world and he expects us to do the same thing. Verses 14, uh, chapter 14, verses 39 and 40 says, So my dear brothers and sisters, be eager to prophecy and don't forbid speaking in tongues, but be sure that everything is done properly and in order. So catch that. He said, use those gifts. Use the gifts. I don't forbid it. There's a lot of um, denominations that are saying the gifts of the spirit are no longer being are operated in today. That we 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 stop we stop at pastors and teachers and evangelists, and we don't have any prophets and apostles. But that's not what the scripture declares. And so we have to be very careful that we are not putting our personal preferences and keeping people from flowing in the way that the Lord designed for the body of believers to grow and to develop. It, it develops best when all gifts are flowing, but flowing correctly, flowing in order. And it's funny that... <clears throat> Many groupings are so in tune to the Lord, but they're only in tune to the Lord to the point that the bylaws that they wrote for them, their church align with it. We have gifts and we need to operate in those gifts. And if we allow the word of God to speak plainly to us, 
then we will be challenged to be open to everything that the spirit of God wishes to do in us and through us and in other people as well. And so God really wants to, <coughs> excuse me, God really wants to empower us in ways that we haven't even imagined. But if we don't open ourselves up to him, it's not going to happen. We're going to stay in the same places, doing the same things, being stagnant. And as we are filled the more with the indwelling power of the spirit, exercising our gifts will become a natural part of who we are. And because of that, we have to be careful that we do things decent and orderly. I know, for instance, I speak in tongues. I speak fluidly in tongues. And I'm always speaking in tongues in my spirit. But it's not always a right time to speak in tongues in the atmosphere. Because I want to be obedient and I want to do things decent and in order. And if I'm out of line, then the Lord is going to be displeased with me. And so here in this passage of scripture, Paul knew that some people become zealous to use the gifts and that they will become troublesome in the body if they are not taught how to use them biblically. And then Paul here was reminding them, that mess that's going on, that's not a God. That confusion that's going on, that is not of God. And so Paul, I'm reiterating, Paul speaks of the gift of tongues, the interpretation of tongues, but more specifically, the gift of prophecy. Paul was saying that those whom use those gifts could only do so when they were done with the proper order of worship. So. Whatever the established worship is for that place, the prophets and those who have tongues, give tongues and interpret tongues, interpretate tongues, they must be in alignment with the worship flow in that house. And they can't just come in and say, the Lord told me and I got to tell you and, and, and I just got to say it because it's just fire burning all up in my body. It might be fire burning all up in your body, but you still have to be in order. What you have to say, it might be a decent thing, but is it coming forward in the right order? So we have to remind ourselves that even though we want to say that thing, it's not the time to say that. It's not the time to speak out. Self-restraint will help us greatly as we go from day to day, not just in the things in the Bible and the gifts, but in dealing with people, self-restraint will help us immensely. Self-restraint will keep us from speaking when we shouldn't speak. And then we may realize that what we wanted to speak didn't even need to come forward at all. So it's a good thing we didn't speak on it. So we have to be careful about that. So Paul was talking about preaching the gospel in this dark world. But he was more so talking about the local congregations because we do need to preach in this world. Some of us are called to the marketplace. How will they hear unless 
someone is out here sharing it with them. So we, there are many of us are called to, to be a voice, but also to be a voice in the market. Some stay home and they minister to the people in that body, but that should be few. Because the work is outside, the majority of the work is outside the walls. We realize that everyone is not going to receive um, God's truth. And as the prophet, you have to learn that sometimes your words aren't going to be received in that environment. And that's probably why this scripture is here to remind you that Maybe it's not the time to speak and get your own feelings and emotions out of the way so that you can do things decent and in order. In verse in first Corinthians 15 and 58, it says, therefore, my beloved, beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. We have much to do, much to accomplish, and we need to be mindful that we do it in the correct order. We want to be honest in our dealings. We want to make sure that we are aligned correctly. And we want to make sure that what we are doing, that the Lord is pleased with us. We have to preach Christ. And we rejoice in preaching Christ, not preaching us, but preaching Christ. So speak in tongues if the Lord gives you that gift. Interpret tongues if the Lord gives you that gift. Flow in the apostolic if the Lord gives you that gift. Flow as a prophet if the Lord gives you that gift. But make sure that you focus and that you do everything in alignment with the worship experience that he has placed you in or allowed you to come in and that you are not coming in to be a voice of, I just got to say this. Because whatever we do, we want the Lord to be pleased and we go to build up and not tear down. So that's our word for today doing all things decently and in order. Thanks for the question. Bye. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on your favorite platform so you will receive notifications for this show. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join the mailing list at DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org. And while there, check out what's going on in our world. Also, purchase a copy of Dr. West's newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org and Amazon. Don't forget to follow Dr. West on social media. Mm.